0: life try to turn me to a savage, and the devil try to tell me that I'm average. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with BU. Today on the show, we have DJ Michael V representing the hip-hop and rap group Indie Tribe. Michael, how are we doing today, man? Yes, sir. I'm
1: doing well, bro. I'm doing really well, man. to awesome hear, where, where are you based out of right now? Uh, right now, I'm actually in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta right now. Oh, dope, bro. Awesome, man. Um, so I know
0: we got a lot of exciting things to talk about, uh, your guys' debut project Upper Hand. Um, but let's start off with your story, you know, how you got into music and
1: how, uh, the group Indie Tribe formed. Um, so me personally, how I got, how I got into music was I was just raised around it. So I was born and raised in New York City, um, moved to New Jersey, uh, halfway through my life and, um, teeter tottered between there, um, and New York, and I was literally, I just literally grew up around just the culture of hip hop, DJing, MCing, rapping, uh, party rocking, all that stuff. Yeah. And being in those areas, uh, you have like, not no choice, but you have no like other outlet besides like basketball or like music where I come from. So I just chose the, the 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 music route at a, not, a, not at a young age. I, I, I picked up DJing specifically when I was just about to hit high school, but. Throughout my whole life, I played football. And then when football stopped, I just picked up music full steam. Uh did that. And yeah, that's pretty much basically my story. That's and awesome. I think I met Dill in 2014 and him and Mowgli had started, uh just started Indie Tribe not too long after we had met. And um, yeah, the rest is history, bro. <laughs>
0: that's awesome, dude. So, you know, uh, you mentioned that you're a touring DJ. Where is what are like some
1: of the coolest you know locations that you've like toured him? Um man, I love going to LA. I love going to Cali, every part of Cali. I love uh Washington State, I love Canada. Canada's really beautiful, especially uh Vancouver. Vancouver is gorgeous. Um I'm trying to think of like a city that I love, love. Uh, Um but yeah, mainly Cali. For sure, Cali. Cali's the best.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, bro. And uh, you mentioned you're from New York um, and you grew up in that, you know, that awesome hip hop era in New York. Who would you say some of your biggest musical influences were growing up
1: and that have kind of, you know, influenced your style of either DJing or, you know, just your music? Man, some of my uh, musical influences as far as like music, like when I make my own music is like the basics, like Kanye, uh, Jay-Z. I love like other um, elements of music, like just... Uh, big band jazz, like Louis Armstrong and like Duke Ellington, and um, things of that nature, that kind of play into my creativity as far as music goes. But right. when it comes to DJing, man, some of my biggest inspirations is, is like DJ Premier, DJ Drama, uh, Funkmaster Flex, uh, yeah, and wow. just many other people, Grand- Grandmaster Flash, and yeah, I'm, yeah. You, I'm a big DJ I, head, man.
0: Have you watched that uh, that hip hop documentary on Netflix where they've got uh, which Grandmaster Flash like- and
1: there's like a lot of them. I don't even know. Uh, which
0: one. I don't know. It's like got like four parts or something. It like it's that hip hop evolution, the, the evolution of hip hop.
1: Okay, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go through it in New York and like all like how. Yeah, like Atlanta and how like all the yeah the South and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, nah, that's pretty sick. Um, so what does you know the creative process look like with Indie Tribe when y'all are you know making music?
1: Man, so whenever we get together, um. It's really free flow, man. Like we always have a, a gang of producers come with us. Um, how we made the upper hand was we literally got an Airbnb out in Chattanooga and we just flew all of our producer friends out that uh, we wanted to produce on the project. And we all stayed together for like a week and we had like a specific time to have like free time and then like our Bible studies and our devotions in the morning. And then we had like oh, a, like sorry. a, like an hour, um, a free time and then like literally after 1 p.m. it was like work, work like one to like maybe eight or ten. And after that, we just kick it. But yeah, we had like a free workflow. And whenever we get together, it's just laughs and just genuine love and creativity. Like nobody's ever trying to like outdo each other in like the negative sense. Like everybody's like really cool, very like unifying presence within everybody that's there. Um uh, everybody contributes in, in some shape, some way, shape, or form. And it's just a great environment to be in creatively whenever you're in a group I, I, that I've been a part of so far.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that really comes across in your guys' music. You guys can tell that you guys work together really cohesively and the energy's there and and nothing's forced. It kind of just comes together really, like, really yeah, smooth. Yep. Um, and so you mentioned that you guys uh, do, like, your Bible studies and meditations and whatnot, like, in the morning. Do you think that plays a role on, like, the, on your creative process? Like, does it get you into a state where, like, you guys are more focused or coming up more creatively.
1: Yeah. I think it kind of sets the, our, our like, uh, expectations, um, as far as like for what God can do that day. And then also kind of focuses us and gives us time to like, not really think about the music inherently, but more so the impact that we can have. Um, and kind of like the bigger picture vibes, like just really, those times really allow us to kind of like literally take a step back and just think about everything. And, um, Give God like just the glory in that in that time for allowing us to do that, and then like moving forward that day through those lenses.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's awesome. Um, and so let's get into the really exciting part, which is uh, your guys' debut project, Upperhand. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read for the viewers uh, some of the stats on this, which is crazy. Um, it debuted at number two on iTunes hip hop charts, uh, passing J Cole's the off season number sure. eight Spotify uh, US debut album number yes, 2 Billboard top Christian album and number 92 Billboard current album sales. Um and I gave it a listen and dude, it is it is unreal, man. It is crazy. So
1: you guys you guys got together, you said, and made this in a week? Yeah, bro, literally it was in a week. Uh there was only I think two songs that were on the no, three songs that were on the project that we didn't make at the during that week, but followed immediately after. But everything was made in that week literally.
0: Wow. It, was there like a storyboard or anything created, um, you know, to give you some sort of an outline of what this project was going to entail? Or did you guys kind of go in with an open mind and try to, you know, just come up with something?
1: Man, we, we, we kind of like had like a soundscape that we wanted to have. Um, and we really didn't want to, to sound like um, anything that we've done individually. So what, like, what we didn't want was we didn't want the project sounding like, a, like either a John Keefe song deal on it or a deal song with john keith on it or vice versa right you want 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 like want, exactly like we want indie tribe to have its own like identity and like fingerprint So I love that. no absolutely
0: um and you guys were just i saw you guys were on the cover of uh the fresh finds hip-hop playlist on spotify that's
1: Bro, great that was major and we didn't even know yeah. that that happened like like nobody emailed us like hey guys like, like it literally like just happened like Someone just
0: toss in the group chat
1: and you're like, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, I think it was me. I'm the one that because I drive the most like I'd be just driving, listen to music and I'm always on Spotify and I went on Fresh Rinds because our song was on there, But we weren't the cover at the time. And Mm -hmm. I go there the next morning and we're the cover. And I'm like, yo, what the heck? (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, that's, ma- that's
0: major. And how many, uh, it's got 139,000 likes on that.
1: Yeah, bro. And then, and then, and, um, and then Quavo shared our song on his Instagram. story. Oh, well, I didn't, I did not know that. That is yeah, crazy. That song was wild, bro. It was like, uh, how did, how did that feel? Like, well, I mean, it, it felt cool. Like it wasn't as glorious as it like sounds. Cause like, right. um, what it was, I think was, um, one of his artists was on the same playlist as us. Mm. and like that he signed and i guess he just picked our uh song to be like the background noise, which is great but it was yeah. like mainly the focus was mainly like his his like artists but he just uh, used it, don't it was still on there that yeah is, yeah it was crazy. it was so yeah. crazy bro i was like yo this is wild bro and this is like during his album like the album promo so i'm like he must be getting like at least 40 50 000 people looking at his story like that's crazy if
0: not more easily that, that's crazy um I'm curious. Uh, on the song Imploded, uh, on that intro, who was is, who is, like that sample? Who was that speaking?
1: Oh, it's a whole bunch of different people. Like, and, and and those are like real clips, except for one. Like, those are actually like things that we pulled from YouTube. Right. Saying about great. us. So it was like, uh, shout out to all these people, by the way. It was uh it was Jay from the Crew, uh, David Livick, shout out to them, uh, Ruslan, and um. I forgot who else uh, It was John Keith and his brother with like the fake one in the joke. Yeah, And um, yeah, we just pulled those from like blogs that kind of like, uh, just kind of like, nah, I don't want to say kind of sounds kind of negative, but just, you know, they, 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 they thought we were down and out.
0: Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. I was going to say, um, cause you guys had a kind of like a soundscape of where you were going with the album. I was yeah. wondering, like, was there a reasoning why you picked those certain clips, um, for that intro? So. Yeah,
1: because so with the original indie Tribe, there was an album never happened. Mm. So people, like I said, they were kind of counting us, counting and counting uh, the tribe out. And they were like, oh, you know, um, it can't get much better than what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not true, bro. Um, that's where your, your New York vibe and uh, background comes out, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, ah, that's not that's not it. Um, so then John Keith actually produced the background. Um, joint and we just literally like searched YouTube for outlets that kind of like said stuff about us that were like negative or like in a way condescending and we just put I it in the intro like the, like everybody said this like but here like here we are like it was kind of like um it, it, it it's more like a um yo we're here as opposed to a yo in your face like it's not even like that's not even the energy we on it's more so like yo this is what y'all said. Well, here you go. Here's the project, like
0: exactly. Like we're not we're not losing time. We're not sweating what you said, but
1: yeah, exactly.
0: And now listen to what we just said.
1: Exactly. So, um,
0: so, what would you say your favorite tracks uh, on the project are? Because mine were 24K, uh, Clear, Holy Smoke, Pop Funko, and
1: Saltwater um everything you just said are my favorites so i my number one favorite though salt water i love salt water it's like a very it's a dope palate cleanser in the um project that i just absolutely love um i also love uh clear um but i'm biased because that was my song so i'm like I, i i'm always biased towards it um but yeah like the clear salt water and 24k are like my favorite in no order
0: yeah, and uh, who was is, who is the first verse on Saltwater where he's like, I never learn, I never learn, do I? That's John that, Keefe. That was tough. That verse is like one of my favorites,
1: of- yeah, bro. And like, bro, that there was like a whole flip in there. I feel like people don't give like uh, give the attention it deserves. It was like, um, I think I don't, I don't hold on. let me actually look up the lyric. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of fire. Hold on, one second. It's like I, 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 think he said something like I fight myself, like I'm Gemini man, but my life is tenant. Hold up, I got you right now. I just yeah, got bro. it. <laughs> nah, that joint is crazy, bro. Like I, yeah, that joint. I love, absolutely love that joint. Yeah, here it is. Boom. Um, he says, um, my dreams keep me up more than my nightmares, and if life fair. No, the devil doesn't fight fair. Ain't even sweating cause I ain't drank in a minute. Trying to kill the old me like Gemini man, while fighting with my future self. My life is tenant. That's crazy. Whoa, whoa, that's crazy, bro.
0: It does not get enough attention. That dude, that's crazy.
1: That's a crazy flip, bro. He just named Gemini man and tenant, and he's literally. Yeah. oh that's wild, bro. The way he it. Can you? Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm gonna ask you one more time. Can you read that one more time?
1: No, nah, for crazy. sure. So, like, what he said was, um, my dreams keep me up more than my nightmares, and if life fair, no, the devil don't fight fair. I ain't even sweating because I ain't drinking a minute. And then he says, this is the bar, trying to kill the old me like Gemini man while fighting with my future self, my life is tenant. That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. And that that uh fight fair line, too. Yeah, and no, the man. devil don't fight fair. I joined his... I love it, bro. That whole song is, is just bars, bro. Bars wow, and vibes. That's
0: wow. Is that would you say that it's had probably the best bar?
1: Uh that was the that that was the best quotable to me. That yeah, joint is too, crazy. Man. Like I love that joint so much.
0: Yeah, that might that might have to be like a next Instagram caption or something. <laughs> it's like one of those things right there. That's crazy. Damn, dude. Um, so you guys also you guys have a festival or something coming up.
1: Yeah, in Atlanta, man, July 30th to thirty first, we have our very first Holy Smoke festival happening in Atlanta with over ten artists um, and ourselves performing. Um, yeah, it's gonna be crazy, bro. It's gonna be a whole little situation. Yeah, dude. And you guys, um,
0: there's no ads, no radio, all organic. And you guys already have people
1: uh, buying tickets, right? Like, yeah, bro. Like, so we so for the album, we didn't run any ads, we didn't run no radio, uh, we didn't have no like press press run as far as like hitting radio up or anything like that it was just literally like organic like stuff and it was like even with fresh finds like we didn't we didn't we didn't pitch to fresh finds right yeah like they just saw it was so what's going on and oh we like this um because the song that we actually pitched to playlists was pop funko but pop but pop funko hasn't been playlisted like that but clear is like the like the the crazy surprise, like, oh, people really rock with this one. Like, that's been going on. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, no major radio play, bro. No nothing. We're just, this is, like, all independent, all organic. Like, we're just relying on our fan bases and, like, word of mouth.
0: Bro, that's amazing. That's that's insane, bro. Kudos to you guys. Um, And going back to what you just said, you said that Clear was one that is, like, catching um the most, the most attention and eyes from people. Yeah. yeah. That, like, I mean, what song did you think was going to catch the most attention and what ended up being the most sought out
1: to be of. honest, just like with like the Kid Laroys and the Juice Worlds and like the, the like like the MGKs, I'm like, yo, 24K is about to go crazy.
0: Yeah, I got that vibe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this joint is about to go crazy. Like yeah. this is like the new era, like the grunge kind of like, you know, what I'm saying like juice yeah. world vibe. That joint yeah. didn't like pop off like that, like it like all the songs did numbers. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But yeah. as far as like getting playlisted and like getting all the attention. Like I personally thought it was gonna be, uh, like twenty four k, but yes, then sure. it turned out to be like clear and top down and stuff like that that we didn't really uh, put as like a major single, which was crazy, in, yeah. a, in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy how that works sometimes.
1: That's nuts.
0: Um, I gotta ask you for you know what advice would you give to you know younger artists, DJs starting out, or anyone uh, forming forming a group or a collective?
1: In like what way, like? Making music or touring or like what?
0: Making music,
1: um I would say, well, let's do two parts. uh
0: touring for for dJs, um being you, and then also like forming a group like kind of like things that that you learned that maybe things that you didn't expect to happen or like maybe yeah. challenges and yeah, you overcame them or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the group thing, I think you should always do a collective or be with people that you like being with. Uh, don't just always go the easy route. that's like, oh, you're dope. I'm dope. Let's do something. Yeah. And, which is cool, but it's like, it's so much easier and less of a headache when you do things with people that you genuinely love and do life with, that you care about, that outside of music, that like that relationship isn't really going to like kind of tear apart in that way. Um, but also it's like... Uh, just really be authentic with the people that you do have a collective with. I, I think the thing that we love about any tribe is like, we're always very transparent with each other. Um, we love each other outside of the music thing. We check on each other. Like we do life with each other um, outside of the actual music. And then when it comes to DJing and touring and stuff like that, man, I think the best advice that I could give um, in like a one, like a one punch situation is like, man, just be willing to like serve people, bro. Or like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like be, be like, uh, just be willing to like give or help in any way. And that goes like a long way. Like whenever you're able to, like if somebody's in your city, you're like, yo, I'll take you to lunch. Yo, you need me to pick up in the airport. Yo, can I help with merch? Yo, can I help with this? And just being constantly around people and serving them with like no ulterior motives, man, that'll get you way further than any on.
0: Right. Have you noticed that when you do things like that and, and you give that you get more back than if you were to just ask straight up?
1: Say it one more time. I'm sorry. You, you broke up a little bit.
0: No, you're good. Um, would you say that, you know, you doing things like you just said and like giving, uh, you get more back in return than simply just asking straight up?
1: Yeah, literally. Yeah. Because then it shows people that you're you're not in it just for yourself. Exactly.
0: 100 no, percent, bro. Um, by the way, uh, what is your background?
1: I'm curious. Oh, this is from Dragon Ball Z. This is uh, Planet, Planet Namek. Yeah. Uh, I do that, this for all my interviews. I've never changed it. I only changed it once. I fuck with it. That's dope um what what advice would
0: you give yourself a year ago from today because obviously a lot's a lot's happened man a year ago
1: was the pandemic bro damn um yeah yo you know what i would really tell myself to like just just keep like like keep going like keep keep your head down and keep going because last year was the pandemic bro and like i'm pretty sure a lot of other people can relate to this too but it's like yo i felt like i was like i felt like it was like i felt like everything was done like, yeah. not, like not, not, like, everything, like, the world, but, I mean, I felt, like, music and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is... It was fun while it lasted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being an independent, up, up-and-coming artist, like, it's like, COVID is a big hit. You know what I'm saying? To a lot of people and even major That's businesses. an yeah. So I think that one thing I would tell myself from uh, last year, one thing I would tell myself a year ago is just keep pressing in, man. Pressing even more. Like, take the, take the time to do music. Take the time to... Um, continue to work on yourself and yeah, just keep doing that stuff. That 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 joint would be like the only thing I would really give is like really just keep pressing in. Like don't give up.
0: Yeah, 100%, bro. Um, and the last question I have for you is, you know, what does the next year look like for for you and for Indie Trap? If I were to interview a, you a year from today, you know, what would you be telling me? All the crazy things and cool things that have happened? Yeah,
1: bro. I mean, so I'm dropping some music on Friday and then um, John is dropping a project. Me and John are, me and John Keith are dropping singles on the same day and then he's dropping his project and I'm dropping my project. And then I'll be going on tour, uh, not with any tribe. I actually uh, tour full-time with Dude Perfect. I don't know if you know who they are. They're like a really big YouTube.
0: Oh, all
1: the trick shots and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, So they do a tour, so I... Fully, I've toured full-time with them. Um, and what's it called? And, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Next year, I think we're going to try to go for another project maybe Um, because this one did so well. I think we got to do do nothing but turn it up, like go harder. Um, Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think a year from now, maybe like we're, we're in the process of making another project. I would have dropped my project. John would have dropped his. And then, yeah, bro, we're just trying to keep keep the pressure like uh, with, with the music, like it's like, all right, upper hand, then me, John, maybe Dill, maybe Mowgli, then boom, another any trap project. And just keep the cycle going.
0: I love that, man. You guys are uphill. So why not keep going? Um, what is, what are the names of the singles that are dropping on Friday?
1: So uh, my single is dro- that's dropping is called Peter bands. Um, and then the single that's dropping for John Keith, I th- I think is called.
0: Peter bands is a tough name.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, that joint's, that joint's fire. It's yeah. it's fire. Uh, but but uh, John's joint is called uh Everybody Else. Everybody Else. All right, y'all. Um, listen to Peter Banz and we
0: said Everybody Else.
1: Yeah, Everybody Else. Yeah, everybody July second, bro. This Friday is going to be going crazy. Welcome
0: this Friday, a couple days. I'm super excited. Um, DJ Michael V. I appreciate you coming on the show today and representing Indie Tribe very well. Um, if you guys haven't listened to Upper Hand, check it out. You can follow DJ Michael V on Instagram at DJ Michael V and Indie Tribe at at Indie X Tribe. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show today, man, and I wish you the best of luck with everything.
1: Man, thank you for allowing me on here, bro. I loved it. It was fun. Absolutely, bro. I'll catch you later. All right, man. Peace. Hey, yo, yo, let me tell you something. Just know.